Atheist Nomads, episode 172, Fuck the Election. The podcast you're about to listen to includes cursing and talking about hoo-hahs. Please be advised. We are the Atheist Nomads, bringing you history, science, politics, religion, and interviews with leaders in the atheist community. Not all those who wander are lost. Welcome to another episode of Atheist Nomads. I am Dustin. Joining me as always is Wesley. Hello, everybody. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Joining us is my lovely <laughs> wife, Lauren. Yay! Yay. And we have Yay. a special guest today. Wayne, an Oregon native and high school classmate of mine from Milo Adventist Academy back in our good little Advent boy days. Uh, current DC resident, Capitol Hill staffer, and he is moving to the Bay Area next month. And he's joining us to give his, only his, opinion on Tuesday's <laughs> results. Um, he is not speaking on behalf of his boss or any other form of employers or the government. <laughs> Um, he is, in this case, just a citizen. So, Wayne, <laughs> welcome. Thank you, thank you. Great to be on. Welcome. First time, long citizen. time. <laughs> so, I underst- so, Wayne, I understand you're going to speak on behalf of all federal employees now, so yes, I appreciate I'm, that. I am <laughs> acting as a representative of all federal employees. <laughs> all, all, you need to sound more all. morose. Yeah. <laughs> Except for me, I'll, I'll represent know, right? myself. Yeah, yeah mostly uh, works at the uh, shipyard in Bremerton. I, yeah, mm. not that you would know what that is, but yeah. <laughs> well, he knows now. He'll unite. win that question at trivia. Wayne's from the Northwest. He knows should know Bremerton, maybe. right, Wayne? Maybe, yeah. Um, maybe. maybe. Play the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. Okay. Nobody, well, dry, now. nobody stops. It's good. <laughs> the Northwest Naval Shipyard. It's yeah, okay. Moving anyway. on. Yes. Moving on. Uh, okay. <laughs> so yes, as we we all know, um, the election happened and the results were terrible. Uh, I know many of you are hoping for angry rants, and yes, you will get them. But first, we need to get some actual proper uh, expert opinion on it. So Wayne. What's your what opinion? What the hell <laughs> happened yesterday? <laughs> I mean, I think part of the fascinating part of it, and I use fascinating just because uh, I don't want to use like sad and depressing, is that uh, even I don't think people necessarily are going to agree what happened. I mean, we, we all have our set of facts, but as to why they happened, I think you're going to have people uh, arguing about it. I mean, uh, I'm sure, depending on who you are and who your friends are, uh, I'm sure your Facebook feeds have very different reactions. And some people are going to be like, man, this is really sticking it to the man. And this, we sent a message to the elites uh, and we're, we're, we're mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. And then if you're like my feed, you're like, Western civilization is ending. <laughs> we're going to, I'm so sad. What do I tell my children? Lots of drinking. Uh, but, like, how could we elect this misogynist, sexist, rapist, racist person uh, 
to, to dog catcher, let alone president. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think I was talking to my wife about it. And I think what will be interesting is how you react to it is what you saw as the point of his campaign, which uh, arguably was m- more fact free and just emotionally uh, excessive. And so when you think of, uh, like, when I personally think about what happened, I'm like, oh, wow, he said a lot of horrible things, things I don't agree with, and he made a lot of promises and had a lot of hyperbole um, uh, talking about social issues and, uh, and immigration and, and country's direction, and, I, and you see the highlight of the polarization and the alt-right, whatever that means. Uh, and Neo-Nazi. Kind of a nation- yeah, and a nationalism. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's what I see. So that's what I'm expecting. I'm like, oh, man, it's going to be real interesting when the stormtroopers kick down doors and uh, start rounding up. This is how who- Hitler started. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, But I- at the same time, I- I'm sure there's other people who just follow the different sources and just saw it as... I'm tired of the same thing over and over. Uh, I, I mean, uh, I think there was uh, some percentage of people, unfortunately, I didn't write it down, who like voted for uh, President Obama twice and then voted for Trump. And for someone like me, who's very much uh, like a partisan on issues and, and parties, that just blows my mind. Because for me, they represent like two ends of the spectrum. Yes, um, but, I, but but if you're approaching it from uh, everything's corrupt, I hate the status quo, which was very much kind of a theme in '08, like change and hope and all that. Uh, this was definitely again. Everyone's like, "Ah, screw it, let's go with change again." Uh, but and some people see it as hope. So I was shocked uh, at how conciliatory his uh, President-elect Trump statement was um but uh, but then again i have the enormous benefit of uh, like i felt sick today but i don't uh, nothing is going to happen to me because i have the wonderful status of straight white guy in this country which doesn't change much but I, i worry about people who've been demonized all throughout the election like just the the day before on monday i read a clip about how trump was in uh minnesota which has a lot large like uh, ethiopian uh, uh muslim population he was just mm-hmm. kind of doing his mm-hmm. thing where he says oh you guys have been abused enough and this that and the other uh, and and then turn around and i think with most things uh, we've seen over the past eight years how much power a president can have within the structure of Congress. Obviously, with Republicans controlling all uh, the House and Senate and the presidency, they won't quite have that. But and the Supreme uh, Court, yeah, yeah, um, which which I guess they'll since the v- voters chose how they liked, they'll actually appoint a guy this time. But well, but I think actually, the larger- if you look at what what. Uh- they were saying most recently, I think it was McCain was saying that yeah, they would only exactly. ap- uh, approve nominees from a, a Republican. Yeah. Which is, which, which is, is always ironic for people, which, which amuses me for people who claim to be strict constitutionalists 
Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where they, I don't know where they got that, but uh, with everything, we'll see how that works. But I, I think apart from politics, I uh, worry about how this will enable people uh, who have traditionally and rightfully so been in the fringes, how they feel mm-hmm. empowered to go out. Uh, and you saw this in, uh, in, in England with, with uh, after Brexit and its harsh anti-immigration, anti-other uh, lashing out. Uh, afterwards, people took it upon themselves, uh, uh, assaults against uh, minorities and people that mm-hmm. could be perceived as other increase. And I think we're going to see that. I mean, uh, I think, unfortunately, the tone and tenor of, of people has has already been like that and and it's not just here in england if you look at france greece and a handful of other european countries when their white nationalist parties do well in the elections people get physically hurt yeah because people see it as uh, overt they're justified yeah it's like permission their beliefs are justified and that's that's one of the things that is, is well, Trump, so Trump is coming out and this. normalizing this stuff. Yeah, his, his speech, his rhetoric is is making it so that people feel like they can be racist assholes and xenophobic people and sexist dicks and just get away with it because oh hey the you know our our president elect does it why can't I? I and mean, South South Philly just got uh, um, a, a building spray painted and tagged with a. Pro pro Trump and uh, Nazi symbols uh, last night or the night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David Duke from KKK fame is is thrilled that Trump won. the The de facto sure. head of the uh, alt right movement on Twitter, at least, is also thrilled, and culture is thrilled. There's a lot of really shitty people that are really happy right now. Yeah. Well, I think an unfortunate part. Uh, once again, I'm clearly partisan and biased, but I think at the same time, uh, I don't think we can necessarily dump it all on Republicans. Because when Trump spoke about uh, building wall and halting uh, Muslim or religious tests for immigration, that had appeal apart from people. It wasn't just Republicans. Democrats were, found, uh, were fans of it, which is depressing in and of itself. Uh, and I think that kind of reflected in these, what what we have been for the past eight to twelve years, seen as blue states in the Rust Belt. Uh, and I think a lot of that uh, is a lot of um, reaction, reactionary results of that. Because people, when people are stressed uh, and frightened, and and I mean, there's obviously real, real hurt economically and otherwise in this country i think people are going to inherently turn to blame the other uh, well in, in the rust belt in particular mm-hmm. they blame at least this this year they were blaming the clintons for nafta for them losing yeah. their jobs and uh it's and don't forget about the tpp coming up yeah yeah so and uh, and uh, what i what I am wondering is going to happen is when there's a fair amount of promises. And I think, uh, once again, ironically, when, uh, the 
nominee from a party that is traditionally small government is one of their talking points. I don't know how a small government makes business bring back jobs and, and forces gov- and businesses to do much of anything. I'm not, I'm not sure how yeah, that's going to be, be interesting realized. to see how they do that. You don't have to wait and see. I mean, uh, Brownback has been doing this in Kansas for the last eight years, I believe. Six, eight years, yeah. and mm-hmm. his trickle-down economics is just pathetic. Right. The, the state is yeah. crumbling. The experiment has already happened. People just refuse to acknowledge that. Yeah. Well, we've been living with it in Idaho for the last, you know, Butch Otter's at, what, 10 years now? Yeah. And uh, we're just now kind of out of the recession. Kind of. We're at least doing better Still than Kansas. Still got the Kansas. lowest wages, but... Yeah. And so what is going to happen when uh, it doesn't get fixed? And what's his timeline for promising things get fixed? And I, this is, I think this is a continuation of, of a shift in uh, economics that's been happening since probably the 80s, if not before. I mean, anytime you have a, a tech boom and you do open up a globalization kind of market like we have, um, and you can't put that back in the box, but at the same time, the uh, hope would be that you create a safety net provided by the government, funded through taxes and uh, on people who are winning from this, um, that there would be a way to help people. But mm-hmm. screw it, I say not- you should just invest in spices. <laughs> I hear that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, well herbs and spices just spice. uh, herbs were pretty popular herbs did very well <laughs> hey yeah we have the uh, emerald coast now <laughs> that's right there you go but, is it smog and, and the, or is it some other kind of haze <laughs> god Dustin and I are in Idaho and we're just like you know what just let the state burn let's, let's get out of here he can Screw it. Hey, at least the person we wanted for the state Supreme Court won. Not the douchebag state senator. Did you see how close it was? It, it, yeah, it was close, but she won. Shouldn't have even... Uh. A win's a win. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. and of course... I don't, I don't see it in the notes. I was gonna just cheer because Arpeo is out. Joe Arpeo. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's... that's. I mean, this is a... Uh, when people talk about a change election... Uh, you can say that and that can be the message, but I think there was only a change at the top. Incumbents won bigly, if that's now the new catchphrase. <laughs> oh, the, uh, God. <laughs> bigly <laughs> and soon? disaster. Disaster. Uh, I mean, uh, where did I... I think two incumbents have lost so far. Illinois and New Hampshire. And New Hampshire was just a couple hours ago. And then... In in the house, um, I think there was only a, a turnover of eleven seats total. Um, yeah, because uh, uh, I mean, uh, if purely by numbers, Dems did Dems didn't Dems did better. We picked up two seats. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else uh, stayed the same, and they picked up seven total seats uh, in the house. Uh, I think the problem was. Uh, um, to use a biblical phrase, pride goeth before the fall. Uh, and everyone was like, we're going to flip the Senate. And everyone got high on their own gas. And we're like, oh, we're going to get double digits in the House. But 
it didn't it didn't work uh but well, that's what all the polls enough. showed but one of the things i I've, yeah. I've seen uh showing up recently is is that people must have been afraid to admit they were voting for trump in the polls yeah because it wasn't cool well i think another theory i heard uh discussed uh was if you've been building this idea and momentum of a corrupt system including a corrupt media uh which is just part of uh, a globally dem machine why are you going to respond to them when they call you? Why do you want to talk to talk to the enemy? So, yeah, I think that could also count for it. And then also, um, I think voter turnout was down uh, in general. Uh, I mean, we're a nation of about 300 million people and maybe a little over 100 million showed up to vote. Um, this is from someone who posted this on, on Twitter about turnout, just kind of a comparison over the last couple cycles in 04 there was 122 million people um in 08 131 and 12 129 and then i think this year it's only the highest yeah and then this year it's down to 125 yeah oh but that brings me to another pet peeve that i would like to encourage your readers Uh, i saw this one of my friends posted on facebook Uh, we we have listeners not readers but Oh, we'll let that slide. <laughs> I'm assuming your listeners are also readers. They read books. <laughs> I read books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then also on ESPN, and everyone's like, oh, we have an election every four years. Nah, brah. We have an election every two years. Yeah. <laughs> you, need, you need to give a damn about some uh, off, off year voting. It actually, at least here in, in Boise, we have elections about every three months. Yeah. Seems like it. And so. you usually hear about them two days after it happened. Yeah. Because we have... 29 people voted. We have all kinds of special district uh, elections that are just happening all the time. All of our like yeah. local city elections are on the odd-numbered years. All the state-level ones are in county are even-numbered years. So, yeah, here we always have a reason to vote. Yeah, and I just think... People kind of zone out, and that's um, and that usually does not help. The more mm-hmm. uh, if we had some kind of holiday that required a lot of drinking, people would be way more into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, instead, uh, we have a bunch of states that don't allow you to get hard alcohol <laughs> on election day. Like, I, I actually heard that is the case here in Idaho. I haven't been it to a bar true. on election day, but apparently they had curtains covering the liquor wall. And you can't see it. Once it's the not polls there. closed, which they extended the polls to nine, they had to wait until all the polls were closed and then they could open it up. Say <laughs> so fuck it. Let people get drunk. And Utah, you can't even sell alcohol of any kind on election day. <laughs> Oh, goodness. So you have to buy your beer the day before. Yeah, well, they think rape victims are at fault, too. So they're a little backwards. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, holiday would be good. Uh, Moving it to a Saturday would be good. Yeah. Maybe. You can't. Some people hold Saturday as a Sabbath. Okay. Make it a two-week voting window. Extend the, a week. the early voting. Mm. Uh, well, no, in some I want places, a holiday. That, that kind of, I, mean, I think 
I think the best of both worlds would be early voting and then in-person voting, like give us a long weekend so we can get that Friday off and yeah. also on, uh, yeah. and then weekends. Mm -hmm. But I think, and this is the cynical part of me, the system isn't an accident. It's set up how it's set up. Oh, yeah. uh, and, you, and if you look at a lot of the uh, voter uh, laws that have been set up and uh, they're definitely meant to restrict turnout for people mm -hmm. who, who they don't traditionally want to show up. Yeah, refusing uh, to open up people. new polling places in areas that needed them, uh, reducing well, like, them. I, not even places. just not even that, but closing hundreds yeah. of them. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know how long it took you guys to vote, but I was in and out in like ten minutes after work, uh, and I just. But yeah, and I just had a long wait ten. because the people in front of me clearly had never used a computer before. So <laughs> and they were just staring at the screen. But uh, if you look at, I don't know what job you can have where you can just stand in line for three hours to vote. That's a, mm -hmm. a, a type of voter suppression. That's why it's so great for places like Oregon, which are fully male. So you can, you can look over the, you can do research. You can look at all the, initiatives and ballot measures and you can research all the all the people on the uh, ballot i think that's great i mean people definitely have a sentimental attachment and an excitement like day of but i, I don't think it's i just wanted the sticker yeah, yeah. i i thought about doing early voting because they had that available for i think two weeks here and i opted not to because i wanted to see if there's any bullshit going on at our polling place, because we are in a neighborhood that has a large refugee population. And so I was concerned. I got mm -hmm. to Hawthorne Elementary, and there was a lot of millennials. <laughs> well, manning it. There are a lot of old people voting. Uh, a lot of millennials voting, too, <laughs> Oh, for good. Me. <laughs> good. Yeah, it was, I was, and everybody was happy and nice, and Yeah. Well, I think part of that's because it's a lot, a lot harder to be an asshole face to face. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong; I find a way. <laughs> there was one lady complaining about a woman's dogs. It was like, really, lady? Of all the things to the, that's going on in the world, you're going to complain about another person's dogs? It, it, Let her that, have her dogs. Was that our dogs? No, no. I had mine tied up outside. Oh, but someone there brought, was a lady who brought in her service dog. Oh, okay. And she's like, oh, goodness. You're not supposed to have animals in here. It's like, lady, just go home. <laughs> <laughs> go home. You're not drunk yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too true. Too true. But um, Trump definitely uh, got a lot of support from certain demographics. Yeah, uh, I would say uh, white males, white uh, males that are generally heterosexual. And I think what really one one of the big turning points in uh, the whole campaign was that last debate, having some guy from Fox News softball him a question about abortion. Hmm. I think that changed well, a bunch well, of people's I mean, minds. I saw one person early on in, Facebook that uh, that swayed her. But still, I mean, uh, early in Trump's run, he was he was saying that his VP was going to run foreign and the domestic, and which domestic. pretty much leaves pretty much leaves nothing for him to do. Which I guess means, so uh, Pence is in that seat, 
And Pence yeah. is very anti-abortion, very anti-woman, uh, anti-LGBTQ, Which is why everything. it's kind of a joke on Facebook now, a whole bunch of women telling each other, oh, go get your IUDs now. <laughs> you won't be able to now, get them. Okay. There, there is one silver lining with Pence running things. Uh, we, he's not running Indiana anymore. I'm listening. <laughs> for, for many years, we have been having a strengthening of the, the power of the president's office, either due to Reagan and Bush being assholes grabbing power or Obama being stuck with a Congress that won't do anything. The power of the presidency has been increasing ever since Nixon. It's been increasing mm-hmm. every single president. And if we have a president who doesn't do anything, we would actually, for the first time, have the power of the president decreasing. Wow, way to look at the big picture there. <laughs> Which would mean Paul Ryan is running things, and that's terrifying. Well, Pence is scary enough. A President Pence or a Prime Minister Ryan, no. Oh, hell no. Uh, <laughs> but, of course, all of the options. Uh, president Trump, that's also a hell no, so... We're fucked. Yeah, well, I would say just move to Canada, but their immigration site got crashed. Shortly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I heard it. I heard it's been going up and down a lot. I think a better suggestion might be don't move to Canada, move to a swing state. <laughs> yeah. Where it matters. <laughs> yeah, Except where it matters. How embarrassing would it be to be a Democrat in, Democrat in Pennsylvania right now? Well, heartbreaking. Only embarrassing if you didn't vote or you were a Democrat in Pennsylvania who voted third party. Well, then you're just a fuckwad. <laughs> we I have at least really one friend who voted third party. But in Idaho, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Oh, it's funny. Jill Stein was on the ballot here as an independent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, really? The Green Party isn't a party in Idaho. They've never qualified or... or registered or done whatever they need to we have democrat republican libertarian and constitutionalist oh roughly in that yeah i started with democrats so in that order from middle to as freaking far right as you can possibly get oh well yeah Uh, but one thing i did want to hit on is and you you were kind of hinting at this a little bit wayne with the way the system is set up uh, we mm-hmm. have, for the fourth or fifth time, depending on how you count it, the person who won the ele- the popular vote losing the electoral college. Yeah, uh, she got gored. Of, yeah, she got gored for the second time in sixteen years. And uh, what's interesting with it is, so we can blame the founding fathers for the stupid system that gives tiny little states like Idaho more say than they should have but the reason why they set that up is because they knew the american people couldn't be trusted with picking a president because <laughs> america <laughs> and well i mean we've I, I bastardized think, the system well, I, I, a person is smart people are dumb <laughs> panicky animals <laughs> the I, I think it's twofold uh, one obviously it's part of the larger compromise so people from smaller states feel important which i ironically they don't necessarily it still comes down to about a handful of quote-unquote swing states at this mm-hmm. point like did, did you guys have a lot of a 
a lot of presidential visits in Idaho for all your guys, like six None. electorals or something. We, we, yeah, we had so. uh, Cruz came to Idaho and Sanders came to Idaho during the primary. Yeah. But I think that's all we got. Sanders hit Washington State hard. And uh, mm-hmm. Hillary came out a, a couple times, but for like private private uh, fundraising. Right. I don't think she really did anything big in public. So she was just yeah. getting money from billionaires in Seattle. Yeah, donors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think the second part uh, is the representation over of the representation of small states. And then also it does make it so you have a definitive clear number winner with big numbers. Because like right now it's like 279 to 228. And that mm-hmm. makes everyone feel a lot better than like 50.1%, which I think is what Clinton <laughs> has at this point to like 49.9%. And and then that would trigger like recounts and it would just take forever. So, but would be handy. It's also, with, it's, it's also like pulling off a band aid. <laughs> <laughs> but would be easier if it was just straight popular vote is if you had recounts, where? Well, I think it's already like our when before when people are like, oh, corrupt, corrupt, rigged, rigged, rigged. I, all the voting already happens at a county level. Mm hmm. Uh, and it'd be like in 2000, which I, I don't remember particularly well. Uh, I don't remember a, any being, being in a compound, but like, but like you'll just sit there for weeks and weeks um, with chads and going over absentee ballots and what? Ah, oh, Florida. Because it gets it gets it gets real lawyery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it turns into a full contact sport, and things are thrown out and. Now, this is the first so time I, I'm I'm young. I'm a millennial, so I don't have a whole lot of presidential stuff under my belt. But this is definitely mm-hmm. the first time I've heard somebody complain so much that the system is rigged. <laughs> is that normal? Oh, yeah, because it's... I, I don't remember. We're it. all uh, about At least not, not in here. public. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dustin's like, we're all old. I'm not, I'm not a weird old guy who married an 18-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren well, is. I mean, Trump. Trump was talking about this stuff more than I have. Trump was talking a lot about this. This election was going to be rigged, and he wasn't going to trust the results for a long time. Also, but then Unless he won. So, way. yeah. So obviously, it's not fucking rigged, uh, or at least not rigged well, because <laughs> he won. Uh, um, Bloomberg actually put out a funny video. Uh, talking about all the pieces to, to rig an election, you would have to have so many moving pieces and people and just, I mean, how do you vote multiple times if you have to stand in line for six hours mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you get back up and try to recheck in and be like, no, I just saw you four hours ago with someone else. <laughs> and, and all that effort would be for two votes. And uh-huh. granted in some places, like I think in New Hampshire, the Senate race was determined by less than 900 votes. But when you're in somewhere, else like in california what's what's the what's the point well Uh, and and if we did do straight popular vote if a thousand people (laughs) voted twice out of a hundred million that's nothing (laughs) that that's that's actually laughable i i think the the irony is of all the reports and once again i'm probably biased in my Confirmation bias and news sources. All the reports of voter fraud I saw were Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> he even looked at his own <laughs> wife's ballot to make sure she was voting correctly. I mean, the uh, guy I just doesn't trust her. anybody. 
All right. Well, we do need to take a break. So, uh, yeah, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the rate this is going, this will be the only break. <laughs> <laughs> Atheist Nomads is proudly brought to you by Archway Hosting. Check out their low price, full featured hosting solutions at archwayhosting.com. That's A R C H W A Y hosting.com. Hey, we're also brought to you by listeners just like you. Find out how you can become a patron at patreon.com forward slash atheist nomads. That's P A T R E O N dot com forward slash atheist nomads. All right. So, All right. We're back. All right. And people were, were wanting a rant. So I do have a bit of ranting to do. Um, we are seriously fucked. Uh, we have Trump is, is going to get to fill at least one Supreme Court seat, likely three. I feel bad for Ruth Ginsburg. He has the House and Senate, and the Democrats, yes, they they picked up seats, but are still a minority in the Senate, which means the only thing saving us from pandemonium is their filibuster. Pandemonium? Sounds like pandas. Angry, violent, rapey pandas. Oh, okay. Trumpamonium. Slow motion. (laughs) And so some of the effects, you know, realistically, if Democrats grow a fucking backbone already, then not likely we have a shot in two years of taking the the House and Senate, which would then mean having and if we got some state governments too, a chance to fix some of the insane gerrymandering that's going on or that has been going on that will only get worse but the supreme court we're going to be stuck with that for decades those are lifetime appointments yeah and i don't want to rain on i don't want to add uh any starter fluid to your fire but (laughs) the numbers are the numbers are not great going into 18 the reason why everyone was so hopeful for the senate flipping this go around was because of the 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 seats in the states uh democrats are actually defending a larger number of uh seats in the next cycle mm-hmm. yes that's right <laughs> election 2018 started this morning yes <laughs> so, uh. so so they'll be defending more seats and i'd have to look at it but it's, it's just going to be a tougher slog even though at this point uh, i think Traditionally, apart from, uh, I believe, a W in 06, or no, in two, sorry, in 2002, the, yeah. uh, the incumbent party usually loses the House just because that's the way the American people cycle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's in, in part why Hillary lost in addition to other reasons and uh, ingrained gender sexism in our society, but... That's a larger discussion. I think if you look at the broader political trends, uh, the White House has only been held by the same party for three terms a handful of times. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Back, back, to, back to your rant. No, I'll keep my damn point. dirty facts to myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So, yeah, it, it, it could be bleaker than it looks. And running away to Canada, okay, for one, they New don't Zealand. want the Canadians don't want us. New Zealand. If anything, they might build a wall and make Trump pay for it. They'd probably even let him put his name on it. The Trump wall. 
Uh, because, yeah, Canada can't take 50 million Americans. That's more than they have people. New Zealand is a tiny, tiny little country that is across a whole lot of watery death. They have cute birds. So, no, running away, <laughs> they don't want us. Just- there are too many of us. We have shit in our own bed and have to deal with it. No, I say we just break it into about six different countries. Let's just break up the United <laughs> States. Um, all the liberals can go on one side and all the conservatives can go on the other and they can we each already, do their... We've already done that. Well, except for we've got two coasts and the Midwest split and we need to we need to get the coastal... One coast or the other people. You got you to choose. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't think it's time to give up on the union. Uh, yeah, we had be. that fight. It <laughs> might be, but I don't think it is time for that. Dude, we just elected Trump. Okay, what is terrifying, though, is if we were to, could you imagine what they could do in the South without the West Coast and the Northeast keeping them in check? Screw it. Let them burn. We have friends there. We there are innocent they better people. Move. <laughs> Although I think I think it's easy to say uh, move when you're of of uh, moderate means, but I think unfortunately there's a lot of people. It, this comes up I a know. lot and as as a DC resident, which is tax without representation. People like you knew what you got when you moved there. Well, that's true. If I, I was this upstart college kid, but there's a whole other population that lives in dc has for generations and is not i mean moving's expensive as mm-hmm. i am discovering yes it is so you can't just and say so, if you don't like it move it's like no yeah. you can't you can't just do that yeah but uh i i would suggest rather than i mean get angry and stay angry but staying stay engaged i stay think in the, school Stay in school. It, that that really is the biggest thing, though. Yeah, uh, if we all give up. Oh, I thought you meant the stay in school part. I was like, what? No, no, just... no, no, no. <laughs> if if we all give up, then then it's over. Uh, we yeah. never I give up. Though. Look at it that way, it's, I think someone said, "Just this is this is how cycle things." If you truly believe believe in the in the famous quote that justice bends toward the, we justice arcs forward or no, i just fucked that all up but you know what i'm saying if you want shit swinging if you want shit if shit gets Bunch better you gotta you gotta get dirty i mean it's uh people the, the large force of this country i guess didn't like uh president obama this is what we got so now maybe we'll the other half of the country will get re-engaged and we'll get uh, president Neil deGrasse Tyson or something. Something wonderful. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, yeah. Or Vice President Bill Nye or something. <laughs> it needs to happen. It, and but, also, eventually, and I, the baby I, boomers will die. I've got a couple of baby enough. boomer friends who even admitted that, you know, we, oh, we started out great fighting for civil rights and the EPA, and then we dropped the ball. Uh, your mom was, was one of those, yeah. And... and you know, now it's EPA. Up to, shit, Nixon did, th- did that. Well, that's what she's so the civil rights movement and the whole movement try to get shit done, and then they didn't, 
and instead they try to deregulate everything. Yeah. Well, what I, my mom used to, I mean, she used to describe to me as politics being a pendulum where it swings left and right. And mm-hmm. you don't stay very far on one side before it swings over to the other. I'm like, great. So we swung, you know, we had, you know, we swung right where we have Bush and then we swung left, kind of stopped in the center with Obama. And now we're swinging right again. And she's like, okay, it's not a perfect metaphor. <laughs> actually, that metaphor has been broken since Reagan. Actually, no, <laughs> since Reagan. Nixon. Nixon was right. Then you had Ford. Then you had Carter, who was still a conservative. Maybe moderate. Definitely moderate. It it wasn't until Clinton, who was also a moderate. Yeah, it's been moderate or right for a long-ass well, time. I think it's just important then to really, and you talk, we kind of touched on it. I think if you want to make a change, you have to get engaged locally. Uh, uh, because when you don't have as much as uh, a Jill Stein kind of left vote would be for president may make you feel good it's not going to make a bit of difference uh, i think you have to uh get involved with like building a base and local level things and mm-hmm. city councils that's, and school boards and and mayors and state representatives because i think that's another little like pop in the gut while we're all busy talking about the president and the senate uh, i think republicans control upwards of over 30 governorships and Dems have like 15 Yeah, and you're going to get Kansas and Idaho and where, uh, and Texas where you have to, where things just aren't great. As, as Jefferson said, the, the state of laboratories of democracy and, you, and right now they're making a lot of fart balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's something that but that's on the, something on the that Bernie's been side, you can also working on since like, he dropped out. Yeah. Uh, trying to get people involved in at the grassroots level, you know, like you're saying, yeah. uh, school boards and all that. Uh, man, yeah, we we need to self correct, get this back to the left a bit, a lot. Yeah, because you have you have cities like Seattle, which are have a lot of uh, great left of center strong female voices on their school board or on their city council. And they've like raised minimum wage to 15. They've rejected, uh, giving payouts to, uh, like they rejected the, uh, the, uh, the basketball kind of like billionaires getting money to build a stadium that they make money from. And you're left with debt. Uh, and just kind of those like, ground level things showing people that Seattle's not on fire because people are, are paid a wage that make it so they don't have to work four jobs to live in like not on fire just on the edge of a tsunami yeah <laughs> but wow. yeah that's why we want to move basically <laughs> <laughs> well and I, I moved here from the Seattle area so getting back would be nice I moved here for work and I would risk the fiery death of a volcano versus live in Idaho much longer. Well, I mean, that Super Volcano is just going to screw the whole West Coast. So 
At least if you're in Washington, you'll die faster than Idaho, where you'll just die from all the ash. No, the super volcano's closer to us. Uh, oh, is it close? Isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. Yellowstone's the really big bad one. And but I thought the I thought the whole thing I thought the whole point was to like cover four states. Yeah, yeah, that's Yellowstone. It would, but, but... oh, in, no, in Seattle, you guys are going to get the super earthquake. Yeah, Seattle's the big earthquake. Like it's going to rip asunder the whole. Yeah. Pacific Northwest. Ooh, asunder. Good word. Most people will survive that. Yes, it will suck, but you'll survive. Uh, Yellowstone, if you're in Idaho, you're dead. Like, instantly. You'd have like 15 minutes warning before you burn to a crisp. It'd be actually kind of glorious. Oh, man. What a way to go. Like, I like the joke. (laughs) That'd be be two minutes for me and 13 minutes for my wife, so... So that's all I need. <laughs> oh, man. Was there any of the rest of this that we wanted to get to? Oh, yes, or? there is. <laughs> I have lost track of what... Well, I was trying to look up one and I couldn't find it. Um, but uh, um, uh, some of the local stuff that was important. Uh, Oklahoma had a amendment to uh, allow the government to use public money or property to benefit religion and religious institutions. That failed. Yay! Oh, good. <laughs> we thought you were all backwards there, Oklahoma. Way to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Muslims end up getting to... And this kind of fits with the, the white nationalist, alt-right, neo-Nazi assholes. But Alt-right. That's a new term for me. So I alt- first heard that this year. Was that this year? Yeah. Just yeah. another name to cover it up? Yeah. Idaho's probably full of them. Uh, I think Idaho yeah, is alt-right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Muslims, uh, a lot of Muslims were uh, facing a lot of hate at the polls, uh, enough that it got its own uh, hashtag. Hashtag is like... They don't just give hashtags to anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was a tr- hashtag that was trending well. Yeah. <laughs> that takes some doing. But, That's you know, true. S- stuff like... Uh, Standing in line to vote, getting asked, this woman getting asked how long she's going to be staying in her country. Uh, One woman while in line at the poll, are you from India? No, I'm from here. Oh, so what's that thing? Points at hijab. Jeez. Sure. Uh, Are you from India? That's that's when you ask that person, is your name Tina? Because you're wearing a T around your neck. Yes, a lowercase t. Uh, in Texas, there was a Muslim couple turned away from voting because they didn't have their IDs. Well, they wanted my ID. They, I was able to have it, though. So, okay, in Idaho, and I have verified this several times, um, with the poll workers, quizzed them on it, uh, there is an option if you don't have ID. You can fill out a affidavit of your identity if you can read if you can't read someone can read it to you and help you fill it out oh that's nice if not then you can call the people and they will make sure that happens uh so yeah um for some other uh michelle bachman um of course she's crazy uh she was with (laughs) david barton on uh kenneth copeland ministries america stands election coverage in the spirit of faith i just yeah, threw up broadcast on daystar oh yeah 
Yeah, so this included... Succinct. This was a, a like all-night uh, streamathon they were doing, plus uh, Bake sale. a little bit of, of time on Daystar <laughs> Television. And Bachman uh, gave God credit for the election, and specifically their airing of it on Daystar. They had a prayer room available, and right when they went live... The the projections as to who was going to win, the the lines crossed, and Trump started going into the lead. Yeah, that that does it for me. God, God is real. I'm sorry, sorry guys, I can't do the show anymore. God is real, and we just elected the Antichrist. <laughs> God is a, a uh, racist bigot asshole. Oh crap, he is. So well, that, he really, yeah, he really is. <laughs> If you if you're a literal translation kind of guy, <laughs> uh, what I, I want to throw another fun fact in there because I looked it up. Uh, yeah, good that for you. Evangel- that evangelicals actually supported Trump eighty one percent to, which is actually uh, a couple points above uh, GW, who only got seventy eight percent. Yeah, and I mean you could argue many things. I, I think, but I don't think you could argue that George W. Bush's faith was insincere. Uh, while I feel like you could very much argue that Trump's is mm-hmm. is, is less so, yeah, just a little <laughs> yeah. bit, yeah. Like it's been a joke for six months, a long running joke. Yeah, his favorite book of the Bible is Corinthians two, which took me a long time to figure out that joke. Which but. it's actually impressive yeah. that he knew to call it Corinthians. Well, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, the, the the evangelicals going for Trump, that's... They didn't used to be like that. Like, Adventists not too long ago were pretty liberal, and now they're mostly conservative. I'm tell- It's the abortion issue. I think it's a single-issue thing. It has yeah, become so... Uh, if you're religious, you must be you anti-abortion. Have, yeah. Yeah, and this misunderstanding of what abortions are. The fact that Trump obviously has no idea what a typical abortion is. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's just permeated throughout the entire culture, and it's just... Ugh. If you're going to start a <laughs> civil war over something, that's going to be it, and it's stupid. And it, it, it should at least be over something that's based on a proper understanding of the facts and what's going on. No. We like pitchforks <laughs> and torches. Because there are actually plenty of facts to start a civil war over. Most of it comes down to personal values about those facts, or surrounding what you do with those facts, but... Ah, man. And whether... If a hot dog is a sandwich. Ah! (laughs) Sorry, all my internet quips are like six months old. Okay. Oh. Anything Hodgman related is welcome so, on this so podcast. So what was awesome was was Hodgman uh, <laughs> actually got schooled by his uh, Merriam-Webster Webster's Dictionary uh, lexicographer friend, right? An actual co-author <laughs> of the dictionary, right, yeah. Who had to do a opinion piece on is a hot dog a sandwich, and she <laughs> did her full research on it and had ruled that yes, a hot dog is a sandwich. The earliest references all referred to it as a hot dog sandwich. Huh. It has usually fallen in the sandwich section on menus. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I just love it. And the standard definition of a sandwich is meat on a roll or between slices of bread. And a hot Funny, dog that bun. sounds like a Catholic priest and a little boy to me. <laughs> Boo. Oh, speaking of Boo. Catholics. Ah, see? The uh-huh. <laughs> October 16 bulletin for the Immaculate Conception Catholic Church in San Diego had an insert in both English and Spanish on how to vote like a Catholic. And this included the line that said, It is a mortal sin to vote Democrat. Immediate after death, the souls of those who die in a state of mortal sin descend into hell. That's okay. You just have to um, ask the priest for forgiveness and you're good. On your knees. On your knees. Dirty. Yeah, sucking on a hot dog. Uh, it's a sandwich. Yeah. Sorry, it's a sandwich. Uh, um. <laughs> oh, right, priest sandwich. That's even worse. Yeah. Oh, but, I would, not, yeah, I would so, not order that. So this guy's never heard of a five, 501c3. Okay. Nope. Um, I, I, I believe that's, I mean, you can tell Sony to vote like Republican or, or not, or not vote Democrat. I mean, that still sounds like it's breaking that breaching that, uh, that's barrier breaking there. the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, nothing's going to happen though. No, no, especially just like not usual. Trump is president. <laughs> the IRS Pens. hasn't been doing its job. They're not going to start now. Yeah. Oh, and Newt Gingrich, who we recently covered saying that uh, pastors need to run for office and <laughs> preach their political values and beliefs and basically politic from the pulpit, is rumored to be our next secretary of state. Mm, Newt Gingrich? Uh-huh. Isn't he like 104? <laughs> no. no. No, he's he's probably close to Trump's age. So. Early 70s. Mm-hmm. Late Ooh, 60s, I, early I'm 70s. I'm thinking yeah. of somebody who's ancient. Ah, no, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for ex-gay therapy, the okay. uh, Alliance for Therapeutic Choice and Scientific Integrity. Yeah. A group that has absolutely nothing to do with therapy, science, or integrity, and apparently don't know the meaning of words, uh, (laughs) now want practitioners of ex-gay conversion therapy to use the name Sexual Attraction Fluidity Exploration in Therapy, or Safe T. Sexual Attraction Fluidity Exploration in Therapy actually sounds like a lot of fun. That would be the type of... If you understood what the words meant. Right. Yeah, if that... It's like, ooh, let's do some exploration in, quote-unquote, therapy. That would... If you... Yeah, no, it's still reparative therapy. <laughs> it's it's still the the nastiness that they've been doing to, to gay people Yeah, no, I know. Years. But it would be that fun is. if it was just a dom, you know, sub-dom club or something. Well, but if you just look at the, what the words mean, and There's easier you, ways to find that. If you were to apply them literally, you would expect that it would be a case for somebody who is confused about their sexuality to go talk to a therapist and have sexual surrogates to explore with. Yeah, sexy safety, <laughs> but instead it's just people being tortured. Yeah, yeah. Ah, fuck. Uh, Very Orwellian language. 
Uh. For happy news, Pop Wed Company in Washington, D.C. helps couples plan small weddings. And they just mm-hmm. recently announced the opening of their new new humanist wedding chapel. Aww. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> awfully cute, too. It is cute. It's colorful. <laughs> Aw, well, that's Very nice. Trendy. And for so, those of us who are looking for some kind of uh, silver lining in this terrible presidency that is to come, um, well, all you have to do is uh, not be in earth sciences. <laughs> if you are... <laughs> uh, tr- Trump has... Um, shown over and over that he is for space exploration wants to get people out there but he's also like the only leader in the in the world at this point who uh denies climate change and a lot of nasa's funding has been going to support the foundations of climate change sea levels rising temperatures changing they're probably going to lose a lot of their funding for that Mm mm-hmm yeah, NASA hasn't been exploring out into space. They've been turning their cameras and everything back into the Earth and looking into this themselves. Well, uh, yeah, they've, they've been uh, continuing to explore outer space. Well, yeah, they have sure, been. But, but they've been focusing a lot more on Earth than they have in past years. Yeah, so while they're... So uh, there's this Earth's one, cheaper. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's also a problem, though, because uh, Trump has been talking about his potential EPA pick for a oh, while. Yeah. Which is Myron Ebel, who is a, uh, as the scientificamerican.com puts it, a climate climate skeptic. I would just simply call him a climate change denier. That's because the new that's AP what the fuck he is. Climate uh, change almost denier. every article I see calls him a climate skeptic. He's not a skeptic, he's a denier. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the end of climate change studies in the United States. But hopefully some of that funding will be diverted over to space exploration, and that might come up with some really cool stuff. Yeah. So it's, not an, it's not the end of NASA, definitely. That's assuming that... Trump fulfills all of his campaign promises? Right. Well, that he fulfills all of his campaign promises, and Paul Ryan actually lets him have a budget to do it. <laughs> Oh, oh, wouldn't, that be funny? <laughs> wouldn't that be funny if the Republicans won't uh, give him a budget? <laughs> oh, man, I I can I could picture it. I mean, I could use a couple of days off of work. This would be great. <laughs> yeah, but you like getting a paycheck. Oh, yeah. Well, they always uh, pay us federal workers after. So, you know, hey, it's all good. <laughs> Oh, I, would, I, would, I would just i'd just be careful because what's happened before isn't necessarily what's going to happen again <laughs> yeah, yeah def- true, that's true. definitely true uh and we all know that trump loves to say you're fired but it, well, <laughs> it, what, what republicans have a tendency to do at least in in recent years is if they are in the white house deficits spend like crazy and if they aren't uh, demand to balance the budget. So we have no idea what to expect. Uh, On the plus side, we still have about six months until even the, the fastest policies actually touch anybody. Yep. At least. So, so you know, the wheels of, of government turn awfully small, uh, awfully slow. So, you know, we got a little bit of time. 
the wheels of the government turn awfully slow. (laughs) I think just from a pure uh, disaffected observation, it'll be very fascinating to see what are the first, what are the priority bills of uh, a new Congress and administration? Because I think you get a lot of what what is their agenda and goal? Um, because uh, when you look back, when Democrats controlled everything in 08, uh, their priority was uh, a health care system. I think that will uh, be it again. Yeah, we have to undo uh, all that damage that the damn Democrats did. Yeah. Um, but I remember when uh, everything flipped, I believe, in uh, 14 or 10, uh, the first, despite all the, because everyone gets elected on economy, like we're going to get your jobs and we're going to do this and that and the other. But the first bill that goes up are inevitably like anti, uh, anti-choice mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, so that'll be, that'll be interesting. Although I, it's going to be morbidly fascinating just from what is his priority because there's been so much lack of specifics. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, as, as, uh, I mean, it's a certain vagueness you, about him. Yeah, campaign, campaigns are great. Governing is hard. <laughs> That's why he has pets. You yeah, you can't make it. You can't make it. Yeah, up. for the foreign and domestic. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, we are actually about out of time. Um, so we should probably get to some feedback. And Wayne, if you're willing to stay on after the end uh, for some more chatting for. Uh, our, our patrons getting to know a little bit more uh, about you. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd be happy to. All right. So, awesome. feedback. We've got Pat Miller. Should have gone full Waco on those Cretans day one. Next time, fucking drone strike the terrorist Vernum. Now, nah, that was about the Bundys. I was going to say, because depending on how you take that, it could be either awful or <laughs> awful. That was the, the Bundys at the, the Malheur... National Wildlife Refuge. Yeah. I would say that's the less awful. Yeah. Just a, just a tad. I don't know. I I have a problem with drone striking anybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. Sent, just send it into the tanks. There we go. Oh, that would be so much more fun. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. I just think yeah. Grand Theft Auto the, the, them. The problem becomes uh, setting any kind of precedent for government interact or intervention on that level president because right because obviously (laughs) obviously right now the problem i think is people like the bundies would never get fired on but if you start that precedent uh, someone with a more just cause in in my opinion Mm -hmm. could be could then like like, look what's happening trying to protect their water exactly Uh, uh, well as far as the bundies go i mean I have a feeling if you just mounted GoPros on the on the tanks, you know, and, and then just like put this on pay per view, people would be okay with that. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's a Twitter hashtag for sure. <laughs> Let's see if it trends. What's What's yeah. funny is we got feedback on almost every story we covered last week. Cool, keep it up. Mm. So uh, from. D, uh, at Sidlone, S-I-D-L-O-N-E, at Atheist Nomads, regarding hanging skeletons at Halloween, being a tad judgmental. Hanging one on MLK Day? No. 
Halloween, sure. Don't get hung up on hangups. <laughs> I love that last part. <laughs> <laughs> that made me happy. In general, in general, I would totally be right there with you if it's just a skeleton. But when they're dressed up as, uh, if you want to use the term urban, which is what they use in the article, or... I think I everybody it, it would agree little, that that was probably a no-go, but we were arguing about a little, a little bit about the skeletons that were hanging um, on a neighbor's tree, and Dustin thought that that was a little uncouth. I, what I said is is in bad taste, and bad taste is a statement of, of personal opinion on it. Uh, that's I, I, If you hang a skeleton from a tree on Halloween, I'm not going to think you're a racist. I might think it's... But yeah, I'm still going to think it's in bad taste. Now, hang it from anything but a tree. It's probably okay. You know, skeletons mm. in your window. How it dragged fine. along the back of a truck. That would probably be <sighs> <No>. bad. <laughs> you challenged. I had to answer that challenge. But yeah, just don't don't hang skeletons from trees. No, no. Um, from Peter. I'm just thinking about the... Okay, yeah, that, that, let's let that go. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. From the, the first Peter we got feedback from, at P-E-T-J-O-N-V-I-L, at Atheist Nomads, we were shown Carl Sagan's Cosmos in third grade in public school in Silicon Valley back in 1980. You guys got screwed. Jeez, and how? Silicon yeah. Valley. You're so fancy down there with your <laughs> silicon. <laughs> Wasn't Silicon Valley back in the 80s? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. want to fact check uh, anyone. Yeah, but. Yeah. Google it. <laughs> my, I mean, the companies were yourself. way different, but yeah, yeah. My in the '60s, my dad worked for a uh, machine shop that's now a part of HP. Mm-hmm. That was like right before HP was getting founded. Mm. But Hewlett and Packard bought the company that bought the machine shop that he worked at. But, uh, yeah, we, we definitely got screwed, um, and it, it sucks that it was about as bad in public schools as it was at Adventist schools. <laughs> I like yeah. I like the idea of showing kids uh, Cosmos, though. I think that either one or both. I think that's good, good quality education. And from Peter Zopf, that's at Peter underscore Zopf, Z-O-P-F, uh, at Atheist Nomads, you may want to read this article on the subject of male contraceptive. Uh, greetings from Germany. Okay, so we can't... Okay. And send pictures. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he did. Not of the male contraception, he, but he sent pictures uh, you know, of, of for, Germany. He sent pictures uh, before. Yeah. I kind of went on a rant last week about this. I was upset about the whole... Well, we have to deal with it, so why can't you guys deal with it? When that's totally the wrong approach, um, definitely <coughs> need to improve current medications that are out there because not everybody has the ability to just choose the best best birth control that's available. Um, to those who who can, that's awesome. But for most of us, we're stuck with the generic or whatever the insurance is willing to pay mm-hmm. pay on. So, and sometimes the side effects of those suck. Well, I, um, I got to go through some of the uh, a medication change with Lauren where I got to see the process where first one is the cheapest, crappiest generic in its class. And does it work? 
No, no, no. Side effects are terrible. Okay, now let's try the second cheapest crap. Does so that one work? We need to just wipe out all of those bad side effect ones and make insurances pay for the nice ones. And then I wouldn't be so upset about it. <laughs> or maybe it's just <laughs> you, you because... you got to figure it's cheaper to pay for birth control than it is to pay for child care. So much yeah. cheaper. For, for like exactly. an insurance company, like... I'd rather uh, have a bill than have to pay for your pediatric bill. Yeah. Or or the more expensive parts, the birth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that could be $30,000 if you got a freaking C-section that goes bad. I mean, nah, you just gotta just give give girls their IUDs and just let them go at it. And and with the, the male contraceptive, yeah, I, I did more reading after even the part the- I... I sprung that article on these guys literally like 30 seconds before we were supposed to start the show. So yeah. it was like, hey, look that at this. That is true. And then we kind of, and of course, Dustin sat there and started reading it thoroughly. And Wesley and I are like tapping on our watches. Like, come on, Dustin, <laughs> don't be skeptical and thorough. The the part I was, I, I got <laughs> stuck on with it was what are the side of, they, they keep mentioning mood, mood changes mood and changes. mood disorders. And I wanted to know what were those. And so this this uh, article that uh, that Peter sent us, I have it. Uh, we'll have it linked to in the show notes. Um, it sounded a lot more like the changes were, or at least several of them, were on the rage side. Aggression and that don't mess with the guy's aggression brings up safety concerns for their partners because everyone in the study was partnered. But I I don't recall them saying which way their emotions were going. Just what, that they had emotional issues. What we had available in that of the study was the poorly written and vague press release. Totally. Several. Uh, others did get a bit more detailed information. Apparently, if you were outside of the United States, you got some better headlines than we get, but... We weren't thorough enough. I was just... Yeah, most of what we were seeing, other than the study itself, which was way too... Or the, the report itself that we saw, which was way too vague, it was just a bunch of people being judgmental. When it wasn't <laughs> the guys who made the decision to drop out, it was the Institutional Review Board decided to cancel it because it wasn't safe. Fair enough. We, we, we should trust those experts. And no new iTunes reviews or new patrons. Um, oh, no. So uh, thank you for listening, Wayne. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will continue My pleasure. For, for patrons, but for the uh, normal uh, normal show, thank you so much. Remember, and remember, not all those who wander are lost. We love hearing from our listeners. You can email us at contact at atheistnomads.com. Tweet us at atheistnomads. Send us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash atheistnomads. Or better yet, call us and leave us a message at 541-203-0666. We might even play it on the show. You can also help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast directory of choice.